0: greetings and salutations welcome to the trash fire of talk podcast with your host skits m jones i just took a dna test turns out i'm 100 your host skits m jones and what have we got to talk about today well today as of this recording it is wednesday which means tomorrow is thursday which means tomorrow is game of microphones at the comedy shrine in aurora Uh, we have a banger lineup this week Tyler Kretz, Anthony LaPerry, Timmy Blaze, Ariana Freeman, Ian Molner, Matt Buck, Alec Jones, uh, headliner Andrew Shankland. I'm going to be on hosting duties. It's going to be wild, and you should absolutely be there. It is a stand-up comedy competition show. You know the deal. Be there. Uh, Saturday, the 24th, I will be at Shots and Giggles at the Drunken Donut in Joliet. I will be joining a lineup of myself. Lam Galuka, Emily Schaefer, Tessa Orzek, uh, Tyler Kretz, Ryan Mason, and Cameron Gillette with Amy Blaze and Timmy Blaze on hosting duties. So that is going to be fantastic. It's my first time doing a Shots and Giggle show. Super stoked for it. Monday, August 26th, I will be at Rising Laughter at my buddies in Chicago. Uh, I'll be joining a lineup of uh, Marissa Driscoll, Elise Fernandez, Anthony Bonazzo, excuse me, and uh, the host, Dario Durham. So that's going to be awesome. Plus, if you've been following me on the social media, you know that I also announced I will be at uh, uh, Elmhurst Comedy, September 4th, I want to say it is, uh... All of the details on that have yet to be announced, other than the fact that there is an Elmhurst comedy event in September, and I myself will be on it. Uh, Other details to follow on all the social medias. Speaking of the social medias, follow me, at Jones, all one word, S-K-I-T-Z-J-O-N-E-S, on all the things. Uh, If you see another Skitz M. Jones out there, that's not me. Twice now, there has been a fake Skitz M. Jones, and I am getting a little perturbed. Um, there's only one skits Jones. That's me. Oh, hell. Oh, something else I'll be doing this Sunday. I will be recording an episode of the Oh, did that offend you podcast? Uh, that's going to be super fun. Um, look forward to joining those guys, uh, for information on that, uh, follow them at O D T O Y. Just search that on any of the social medias. You'll find it. Um, I'll drop the details on the podcast when the podcast is released, but I know that they also do like that live streaming Twitch kind of thing. So if you want to watch that on Sunday, you can feel free to do so. Follow their social media for details on that. Whew. All right. That's a lot. Uh, there's more stuff too. Uh, but details aren't out on all of it. So I can't talk about it. So you'll just have to wait. Um... Oh man, speaking of a lot going on, uh, this episode is going to be in relation to a, a conversation I had with a, another comic this past Monday night. Um, I I was asked, uh, how do I keep doing it? You know, I, I I'm about a year and a half in, give or take, and I've never stopped within that year and a half. Um, and I've talked in previous episodes about how there was a time where I almost quit altogether outright, uh, but I didn't, I've, I've been going and I've been on stage at least once a week, every week since I started doing this. Um, and you know, the, the individual I was talking to, you know, they, they struggle with, uh, mental health stuff, um, you know, same as a lot of us in the community. And I know that's something I've talked about in previous episodes as well. Um, and I, I, I didn't know how to answer. So I quipped a little bit. Um, you know, I, I mentioned, uh, if if you've ever seen the Avengers, uh, the, the first time the Hulk purposefully hulks up, uh, you know, Banner turns into the Hulk. He, 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 tells Tony Stark that's my secret I'm always angry and I said my secret was I'm always depressed and there is some truth to that like I don't want to lie and say there's not there absolutely is I I suffer you know depression and uh the the remnants of traumatic brain injury and PTSD and a, a number of other things um that affect me, you know, mentally, whether cognitive, uh, function wise or mood wise or, or whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I do deal with all of these things. I, I do struggle with all these things. Um, but I, I, I think the thing that keeps me going without the ability to stop the, the thing that won't let me, take a break, uh, is fear. Um, if I'm being completely honest, I think it is fear. I think it is insecurity. Um, you know, there is, there is a, a, a fear of the ride being over you know, uh, at the top of this episode, I talked about all the things that I have coming up in the immediate future, and it's it's a lot of things. Um, but I fear a time where there are no things. I fear a time where, you know, if, if suddenly the well runs dry. Um, you know, I fear the plateau. You know, what if I reach a level and that level is as far as i can go i i reach a point where there's just there are other heights that are scalable to others but not to me there 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 comes a point where i've just exhausted my ability or my talent or whatever um there there is a fear of you know the the time running out um and there's a bit of imposter syndrome you know there's definitely uh that that fear of being found out you know the the feeling that i've been bluffing my way through all of it and the moment someone realizes it's a bluff it's a lie is the moment it all comes crashing down and the moment it's it's over um and i i realize i don't Come across as a deeply insecure person, and in a lot of ways, I'm not. You know, I I know who I am. I know what I'm about. I know my beliefs. I know my stances on things, things of, of that nature. I, I'm, but there's also the the part of me that wonders, like, what do my peers think of me? What is my reputation? What what is said when I'm not around? What is is said? Uh, and, and I, I think it's, it's again, that, that imposter syndrome or that, that, that feeling of, you know, just waiting to be found out as a fraud. Um, and, you know, I, some of that stems from something that happened early on when I started, uh, you know, which I've, I've talked about in past episodes where I was led to believe that the. The initial successes that I, I found in the initial platforms I was given uh, had more to do with trying to get back at someone else than they did with my own actual uh, abilities. Um, some of it might stem from that. Some of it is just the general anxieties of being a performer, um, and it it's weird it. I feel it stronger in comedy than I felt it in other uh, performance platforms. You know, with, with music, I, I know I'm a singer. Like I know I'm a good singer. I know I'm a strong performer and I don't question that to the degree that I question myself as a comic. Um, and part of that is is the newness of it all. You know, I I am absolutely a rookie. You know, no question about it. I am green as goose shit, as as the saying would go. Uh, you know, back in wrestling locker rooms when when talking about rookies, um, you know, and and with wrestling, I knew I wasn't a great wrestler. Some could argue I wasn't even a good wrestler. I was a good performer. Um, but I mean, my, my skills in the ring were limited and I went in knowing exactly what my limits were and the fact that everything, everything that I did in wrestling, I did as a bonus. I should never have been able to get in the ring. You know, uh, there was a time in my life I wasn't supposed to be able to walk without a knee brace and a cane. So the fact that I even stepped foot in the ring meant I already succeeded beyond what I was supposed to do. Um, But I don't know what the limits are for me with this. Um, And so, you know, part of me has it in my mind that there is no limit. You know, I can, in time, ride this as far as it'll go, as long as it'll have me. Um, But then maybe there are limits you know, I've been having a rough few weeks. Uh you know, there's a lot going on. Uh the handling of my uncle's estate uh has been going on for a year now and has yet to be finalized uh in, in the wake of his, his passing and there's a lot of legal bullshit and a lot on the line and a lot that I am out on the line for Uh, you know, if things are handled in properly or anything like that. So it's stressful. It's a stressful situation. And, um, you know, so I've got that constantly lingering overhead. Uh, I've got the the stresses of the day job and how the day job uh, conflicts or doesn't conflict with the other things I want to do in my life. I've got uh, weddings coming up for friends who I love dearly, who I don't know that I can, you know, one of them's out of state. Uh, you know, the others are just, it's time. It's it's time is, is limited and travel is limited and a, a money is limited and everything, everything is limited and trying to figure out where to put my time and my money and my, my efforts at any given time when there's so many things requiring attention is daunting. Uh, And, you know, then there's home life stuff. I've got a wedding for myself uh, and my fiancé that we were supposed to plan this year the same way we were supposed to plan them last year, and we didn't. Uh, We just didn't get around to planning a wedding. So we are still engaged uh, with no idea when where or how we will be getting married i don't fucking know i don't know um you know then there's you know everything up there's friends i don't see as often as i wish i could see there's uh things that i wish i could be doing but i simply do not have the the time or i do not have the the capabilities currently to do them and if one or two situations resolve themselves, then I could make progress. And so knowing that I'm wanting to do these things and I'm just waiting on things that are beyond my control to fall into a place to allow me to do them is, is crushing. And then on top of everything else, I, I know that my memory and my cognitive functions are not what they used to be. And I realize in saying that, you know, I'm talking about a time that is almost 10 years ago now, maybe more than 10 years ago, uh, since I, I functioned at what I still refer to as my normal level. Um, remembering things is, is tricky, uh, for me, you know, a lot of repetition is required. Endless repetition is required. Uh, and you know, the more material for sets, uh, that I, I have in mind, um, you know, the more song lyrics for the band, the more, uh, you know, the more information I, I try to retain, the more difficult it becomes sometimes. And so there's a lot, uh, there's, there's a lot that works against me, uh, mentally, but I can't take a break. Uh I can't slow down um, out of fear. You know, the fear that at some point uh it'll all go away. And honestly, the the one time in my life where I am the most myself, the most free and the most my the most who I want to be in my life is when I'm on stage, you know, so of all the things that I could give up, you know, to make my life easier, the one thing, uh, that I would never give up would be performing. Um, performing is the only time where I am me untethered, you know, my, my, my past is, uh, only there to provide material, uh, you know, fully present in that moment, in the moment of being on stage in front of an audience, and doing the thing is the most free that I ever feel at any point in my life. Um, Which is part of what drives the fear of it going away, you know, so it's, it's that double edged sword. I love it. And I wouldn't never want to take a break. Like that's, that's the other thing is I don't ever want to stop doing this. You know, I want to be on stages and have microphones in my hand for the rest of my life. Um, so how, how do you do it? How do you keep doing it when things are telling you not to? I don't know. Um, Because for me, nothing that manifests in my struggles, whether mental health or or physical health or anything, nothing that ever manifests for me in regards to that ever tells me to stop. Uh, If anything, it tells me to keep doing it because it's the greatest feeling that I get. Uh, Nothing has ever matched it. You know, performing. Um, you know, whether with the band or whether it was with wrestling or even back in the days when I did, you know, theater, uh, whatever the platform is, whatever the, whatever avenue I'm, I'm traveling at that given time, nothing feels as good as being on stage. It's the best antidepressant I've ever Uh, I've ever dealt with. It comes with anxiety. So I get to trade depression for anxiety, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know, you know, and I don't have answers. I don't, I don't have answers. Uh, I never do. (laughs) You know, um, when it, when it comes to this, I don't, I don't have an answer. Uh, I know what works for me. Um, the act of just doing it, uh, you know, I, and I also, the, the worst of my mental health issues, uh, it's, you know, it's been, oh God. It's been almost 10 years since I was in, uh, inpatient psych. I believe next year is the 10 year anniversary of me and my, my brief stint in inpatient psych, uh, followed by my, uh, little summer of homelessness. Um, you know, the, the, the worst period of my life, I suppose, um, or or at least the the rock-bottomist uh, point that I've been at. Um, you know, and after that was my trip out to go live in Phoenix, and then, you know, life's been a whirlwind ever since. Um, but yeah, so I've had a lot of time to develop coping mechanisms and strategies and, you know, figure out how to... Navigate my life um, without letting my depression stop me from from doing the things I have to do. A lot of it's simply obligation. you know i I would love to wake up in the morning and know that i don't that that I could take a mental health day uh, from work and and be good. Uh, I don't have that ability you know, I've, I've been taking some days off work lately to accommodate for shows and things like that. Uh, and the only way I've been able to do that is because comedy has started providing me at least a little bit of money, you know, every week, uh, which helps, you know, kind of pad things out. Um, you know, cause otherwise, yeah, I, I, don't have the kind of job that allows for a lot of days off or anything of that nature, sick days, whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I got way off track there. Um, so there you go. That That's just something that, that came up this week in conversation. How do you do it when you don't want to do it? And for me, I never don't want to do it. I always want to do it. I want to do it right now. I want to be on a stage right this moment. Uh, this podcast is my platform right now. It's the one I have. Uh, I I. Every day I want to be on a stage. If all I did was wake up, get ready to be on a stage, go be on the stage, go home, go to sleep, I would still enjoy that, I think. I might want to diversify my stages, you know, whether music or comedy or whatever. Um, You know, obviously repetition of anything can breed contempt. Um, But, yeah, I've yet to reach a point where I don't want to do it. And I I think that's part of the secret for me. Um, So, yeah, let's move on. Uh, recommendations? Sure, let's do recommendations. Season finale of Pose happened last night. It was fantastic. I wept. I was pleasantly surprised that it was all happy. Tears. I didn't have any particularly sad moments. Um, there were some, some bittersweet elements and some points where I thought it was going to become tragic. Uh, but this was actually a very upbeat episode um for the the season finale, and I'm looking forward to the next season um I enjoyed my season with uh, a nice diet dr pepper cherry, and uh reasons um you know the little the little chocolate caramel kind of chewy it's the best it's the best candy um I had leftover chocolate sauce from some cheesecake bites that I got with my dinner uh, earlier that night, because I was just in a mood, um, so I had leftover chocolate sauce, so I dipped raisins, which are already covered in chocolate, into chocolate sauce, so there was more chocolate, uh, and watched Pose, and cried openly, and had a night, it was delightful, I recommend it, I think everyone should have a good cry now and then, I can't wait till therapy later today where I can go talk to my shrink and maybe have another good cry. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see how the day goes. Um, let's recommend some music. Uh, older song first How About Wanderlust King by Gogo Bordello off 2007 Super Taranta. Um, I really enjoy Gogo Bordello, I think they are a super fun musical troupe. Uh, They, if you're not familiar, they incorporate uh, folk instruments with punk sensibilities, um, uh, Romani music, uh, other old world genres like klezmer and polka, and, you know, there's some Latin jazz in there as well, and they fuse that all with punk into something they call gypsy punk, uh, which, given the uh, mix of, um, uh, ethnic backgrounds in the band, I, I won't, uh, make a to-do about the word gypsy, uh, gypsy is a problematic word, uh, depending on how it is used, like, uh, if, if you are a, you know, long-haired hippy dippy white girl don't call yourself gypsy uh gypsy refers specifically to the romani people and was a slur used against those people um during their you know times in uh europe and in america as a uh a a kind of traveling people um part of my background is uh uh bohemian people who are uh were falsely equated uh, with being Romani people uh, during their initial times in Europe. And, you know, the idea of the Bohemian lifestyle, a lot of that stems from the the people from the, the kingdom of Bo- Bohemia. Uh, so, yeah, a little cultural knowledge for you. But uh, Gogo Bordello, Gypsy Punk, they can, yeah. Anyway, um, really fun song uh the, the idea of wanderlust i relate to greatly um as someone who has you know traveled and left places and left situations and left jobs and and rarely you know up until recent recent history never stayed in the same place for more than a year um the, the idea of wanderlust is, is something i relate to and understand very well and uh it's a it's Also, just kind of a banger, upbeat little song. One of my favorite songs of theirs. Uh, So yeah, check it out. Uh, Wanderlust King, 2007. Super Taranta, Gogol Bordello. Um, The newer song that I'm going to recommend is uh, The Ride by Amanda Palmer. It's off uh, this year's album, There Will Be No Intermission. Um, With nothing but vocal and piano uh it, it's like a 10 minute something second song uh up until the 7 minute mark it's nothing but vocal and piano there's some some brief percussion that brings a crescendo up uh around the 7 minute mark and then it's right back to vocal and piano and amanda palmer is one of those those rare talents where just vocal and piano can be enough um and there's such a vulnerability in her voice. Uh, That's fantastic. This song in particular uh, takes a page from problematic fave Bill Hicks's material about life being a ride. Uh, I say problematic fave Bill Hicks because while everyone remembers his LSD humor and his uh, anti-war stuff and uh, talk about marketing, there was also a lot of weird homophobia and a lot of weird uh, pedophilia, and a lot of weird misogyny in a lot of his material, and it ages in a cringy sort of way, if you take the whole of Bill Hicks's, uh, stand-up career and look at it all. Some of it is very fucking cringy at this point, uh, but some of it is still absolutely dynamic, and his riff about life being a ride is one of the things that still holds up, and is, uh, I would imagine some of the inspiration for this song um, with life being a ride full of ups and downs uh, and all of the the inherent fears and insecurities that we develop as we take the ride, uh, knowing full well that at some point the ride ends, you know, there is an inevitable end to the ride. And so the experience of being on the ride is kind of what it's all about. Uh, while also recognizing that it is just a ride, it's, uh, everything is only as serious as it's allowed to be in life, and a lot of things are deadly serious, I don't want to sound like I'm about to trivialize, because I'm not, I mean, shit, the fucking Amazon rainforest has been on fire for the past, oh god, few weeks maybe, uh, and that is a provider of a lot of our uh, air, fucking air. Um, something that we as living beings kind of fucking need. So yeah, there's some shit in the world that is absolutely deadly serious. And then a lot of our day to day trivial interactions that we beat ourselves up over and we, we get in our heads and and we, we destroy ourselves with, you know, imposter syndrome and insecurity and, and whatnot. It's all just part of the ride. And, you know, we we signed up to take the ride. And at some point, the ride will end. You know, there are plenty of ways to get off the ride. Um, But, you know, don't take them prematurely. Please. Uh, Stay on the ride for as long as it'll have you. Because there's ups and downs, man. It's fucking wild. It's a wild-ass ride. Ha, <sighs> This has been a heavier episode. Let's see uh, what the tarot pull is going to bring us. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Um. Alright. This episode's tarot pull is the Two of Pentacles. This card is a direct response to having a lot happening. A lot going on. A lot of uncertainty. Uh, but... It's a positive card, because with all the shit that you're juggling, all the things that are going on, all the things that are weighing on your mind, you are handling it, maybe even finding joy in the chaos of it. And you are maintaining a wild sense of self while handling it all. The, the ability to stay flexible... And to know who you are will help you navigate the madness. Um, But it's okay to recognize that it is madness. And your unique self, the, the parts of you that make you you, the more you embrace them and lean into the madness of this human experience, the more you can embrace it and adapt to it and the better off you're going to be on this ride. So there is your card for the episode, and there is the end of the episode. That's all I've got for you. Thank you so much. I know this might have been a heavier one, but I hope you all enjoyed it just the same. Thank you all so much for tuning in episode after episode, week after week. Your support means the world to me, so I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing out there on that ride. Throw your hands up and woo once in a while. And uh, thank you. And as always, keep that trash fire burning.